0: You need a license for Tramadol? Ridiculous. Hey, guys. uh, Basically, we're I'm sitting here at the pharmacy. We're picking up some Tramadol for Granny. And I was hearing on the radio, there's like earthquakes in Mexico. And hurricanes are coming. And, it's, and you know, it's sad for a lot of people, you know. And I just think about one of the saddest days in my life, you know, when Walker, Texas Ranger got canceled. You guys remember that? Dude, I would love that show. That was probably one of my favorite shows, you know what I mean, dude? I used to go outside, you know. We'd, pretend, we'd put cowboy hats on, so we'd pretend to fight and tie people to pick up trucks and stuff. You know, it was amazing and stuff. But, you know, I, my favorite episode probably was, you know, when Trevette was dancing on the with uh, Miss Cahill on the dance floor, okay? And he was the black cowboy in the show. And, and they were dancing on the dance floor listening to John Michael Montgomery, you know what I'm saying? And Walker got all pissed off because Trevette wouldn't let him smell his finger. And then C.D. was like, you know, that old crusty guy was like, well, let me smell both your fingers. And then it turns out both their fingers smelled like cheese, and they'd been fingering dudes, you know. I guess there was some drinking going on, and, you know, I have gotten carried away myself down to Michael, John Michael Montgomery's song. You know, me and Lynette Mullins one time were dancing at a club, or it's like a little honky-tonk, you know what I'm saying? Only honkies were allowed. So we were just dancing, you know, listening to some music, you know what I mean? And you know, one thing led to another, and you know, my, fi- my finger ended up smelling like cheese that night as well.
1: So, uh, Halloween's over. Yeah. What are your Thanksgiving plans? Are we allowed to? Because my sister texted us. Uh Uh-huh. By us, I mean the whole family. Yeah. At 7 a.m. on November 1st. That's odd. Saying... Now that it's November, I just want everybody to know I'm having Thanksgiving at my house. You can come over at 4 o'clock uh, as long as well. nobody's sick or in quarantine. And I was like, that's some big dick energy you're rolling into November with. Yeah. Knowing that my beloved Halloween is just hours old and you're already trying to shove your stupid Thanksgiving, which you know I don't care for, right up my ass. But, you know,
2: you don't care about your Halloween,
1: did I show you the picture of her and her husband in matching fall sweaters drinking pumpkin beers together? Mm, <laughs> passing no. someone around lately. Our, our good, no. uh, our good friend. Um, I was, I was having some arguments with him the other night. Where, mm-hmm. uh, I said something about like white people, and he's just like, "Oh, oh, what? Fucking like, you're embarrassed to be white now? You gotta be embarrassed to be white?" And I'm like, "I'm gonna show you this picture." Of my sister and her husband, <laughs> and their matching autumn sweaters with fall leaves on them, drinking pumpkin beers together. And even he, he was and like, be like oh, "And I damn. want you to look in my eyes and tell me there's no reason to be embarrassed to be white." Game set match. Yeah, he had no answer <laughs> for you. There's no coming back from that. Uh,
2: that's the thing. Murder related, straight murder. He, kn- he knows when it's time to you know tip his hat. So
1: there's that. That's that Mattress Man uh, I, I know when it's time to tip my hat To the, the basic theme of the podcast We're doing right now And that's that's soon So why don't we get some introductions out of the way oh, and yeah, hell yeah. move into what
2: our new big November event's gonna be Distracted, forgot we didn't do that It's baby on a blow, it's which All of, all um, shoot of, all up, of it Shoot
1: them up, bang them up, kill them up Same as last knock them week up. Be same, same as next
2: week Yeah. Same Cold, as same as it ever was I am your host, Matt O. With me, as always, he is the... You can be the Bill Bellamy to my Dan Cortez. You are Nate Adams. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. I would have appreciated if you would have...
1: done yourself a little bit of a favor and mm-hmm. at least gave yourself a John Cencio. I feel like that Bill Bellamy John Sencio chemi- yeah, com- comic chemistry was fair. where it was at back then in the 90s. Dan yeah. Cortez, what did he have to offer? Just a pretty
2: face Yeah, that's kind of why I that's, identified yeah, with that's, it A yeah, whole lot of nothing <laughs> okay. Looking nice, that makes a whole lot of nothing Look, I can't help but if this face opened up some doors, but
0: believe me that just means I have to work twice as hard to prove myself
3: Right they called Dan Cortez the dimpled dreamboat of the new hit show, Veronica's Closet.
2: But back in sioux
1: Pennsylvania, they called dear old Dan something else. Dan
2: Desire, I believe
1: Dr. Desire was, uh, was Dan's nickname.
0: He was probably the only sophomore student that I ever had who referred to himself as Danny Desire. He was an attractive fellow and women, uh, women dug him, so uh, he, uh, he reacted appropriately.
1: Matt, Halloween is over. As we've established, this we're no longer having a monster mash. It's November. We got to get to Three hundred and sixty-four days else. more till Halloween. 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 Don't worry though, because we've got plenty of new events coming up. We've got this thing. We've got this thing planned out till like twenty twenty-two. This podcast here. Yeah, we're not running out of ideas. Mm-hmm. If you're just listening to this at this point, and like waiting, like when are they going to run out of ideas? Like, there's no way this could go on any no. longer. I got bad news for you, buddy. Yeah. This this shit's planned out. It's November. It's thirty years out from nineteen ninety. Yep. Nineteen ninety was a banner fucking year. It was a year where four one of the best big sequels were released. Four number twos were released,
2: all in the same year. Sounds four number two sounds like me on a bad day, huh?
1: We're dropping deuces all November yeah. long. Matt, fucking that's that's the that's the thing we got going Set on. Set them here. up, knock them down. Dropping deuces all November long. That's our fucking thing. F- big number two is big sequels. Big old 30 number thirty years two. old. We're gonna we're gonna run through all of them, and we're gonna start with God. I hope is the, the one you've all been clamoring the for the most. <laughs> I hope we're gonna start start slow and build
2: up when we it. when we announce. We, uh... <laughs> hey, we're not doing wrestling anymore. We're doing action movies. Mm-hmm the fucking emails the Twitter bots all of them exploded with hey when are you gonna cover this movie that mm, we're covering that's today? right yeah first thing. First big thing deal. that was on everybody's big mind. big deal. Let's get into the, the the rundown
1: here. The rundown this week yeah. is brought to us by... The, the rundown. The documentary Electric Boogaloo, The Wild Untold Ooh. Story of Canon Films, Ooh. which is a dynamite little documentary about Canon Films who released this movie. Not streaming on anything right now? Uh, I think you got to... Uh, there's an Amazon Prime uh, oh. at one point, but that oh. might be, you know, these things come and go. They do. You might have to rent it, but... But whatever, this is this thing came out a few years ago. This is a nice little story about how two weird Israeli businessmen uh, took some inexplicably popular uh sex Israeli sex comedy they made mm. and just ballooned that all into like a giant fucking, you know, thing that lasted all throughout the eighties into the early nineties, where they were making Trashy ass fucking best kind of movies ever. Was it action L- movies? And Last stuff like that? American
2: Version was what they made. Were uh, they the ones but, that made that? But that Man. was
1: the the uh, English language remake of their their Israeli movie that was yeah. called like Lemon Party
2: or something. No, that's a picture of six old men. Blowing <laughs> now, I
1: remember what Lemon Party is, but whatever the Last American Version original Israeli ver- thing was is that like broke them in Israel and got them. It was called something very similar huh. to Lemon Party. <laughs> That's the best I have for you now. I didn't do all this. But, Good enough. But if you watch the documentary and you learn about yeah. how everything built up to the movie we're watching today, which I feel like is maybe the nadir of their career here mm. in 1990. It was maybe all downhill. From this point, you're going to get a lot of information there.
2: Our agent Marty Baum said, look, if you guys want to just go make a film and be totally left alone, there are two new guys in
0: town. Menachem Golan and Yoram Globus were the heavyweights. They were the George Foreman's and the Muhammad Ali's of the indie market. Yoram Globus was the businessman behind the movie making.
3: Where is my money? You promise and promise and promise and you're not paying.
0: Menachem Golan
3: was the movie maker. He redubbed me
0: with an American voice, but not a voice similar to my a true ninja doesn't kill he eliminates and only for defensive purposes he's so not ninja i don't know i've never seen a ninja (gasps) ninja 3 the domination managed to take the exorcist a ninja movie and combine it with flash dance
3: nuts just crazy nuts
0: sometimes we make better films sometimes we don't make such good films but we do make films
3: uh
1: the rundown is of our film oh man for the day, the first number two of 1990, we're going to be covering, it Big is... The old steam and deuce. Delta Force Two: The Colombian Connection. <laughs> this is a film that has a runtime of 111 minutes. Mm-hmm. Egregious. Mm-hmm. Egregious. This is a film that had a budget of $16 million. They were... Shelling out a little bit for Cannons.
2: Yeah. Pretty big, pretty big. It's big for 1990 numbers. Gross, $6.7 million. Huge
1: hit. Not as successful as the original, The Delta Force. Maybe because Lee Marvin croaked. They didn't get the Lee Marvin back. Was Mm. he the thing that put that original over the top that it was a big success? I don't know. Who knows? Director of this film, hilariously, Aaron Norris. Chuck Norris's little brother. We got some... Hardcore nepotism going on here. This, I think this was his first movie that he directed, but he went on to direct many, many more. Chuck Norris films. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Guy that How many us... episodes of uh,
2: Walker, Texas
1: Ranger to do? Probably,
2: I would guess, the bulk of the series. You know he did that <laughs> Haley Joel Osment AIDS one.
1: Sidekicks is an Aaron Norris joint. Ooh, I know your wife is a big she fan loves of, that uh, movie. the sidekicks
2: there. So yeah. not exactly a lightweight we're dealing with this week. Heavyweights? He directed Heavyweights? Is that no, what you're cloyly dropping on? Definitely
1: did not direct oh. a film as successful as Heavyweights. Also. Never even
2: got close. I'm not a fan of him being named Aaron Travis. If he's going to be Chuck Norris's little Wait, brother, Aaron Norris. Where's the Travis coming? I'm I'm sorry, uh, I had a stroke. No, oh. I think his name should have to be like Randy Norris. Randy's a
1: good little brother yeah. of a guy who's famous in your not name. I agree yeah. with that. Oh, also, God, they could have had an even brother. younger brother named Mark Norris, and he could have been a goth weirdo. I like it. <laughs> it would have all worked I out. I
2: like great. the headspace you're in.
1: Stars of this film, number one, Chuck Norris, is in this movie. This is a Chuck Norris movie. The end. He's playing. We named them all. The character Colonel Scott McCoy, who if you remember from Hell the Delta yeah, Force, do. is the leader of the Delta Force. Duh. Uh, you remember him, of course, of course, mm-hmm. from, uh, well, we've done an, a couple Chuck Norris episodes at this point. Have so. we done
2: we We've have we done two. we we've done have two. We done
1: two. Last Halloween, we did that Chuck Norris fights zombies movies, and then we did Code of Silence, his big Chicago he movie. Do, oh, wait, did we do a... Oh wait, did we not do Norris No, the Chuck we did um, Fight we did Missing Zombies an movie?
2: Action and then oh, that's right. the Chicago. Oh, we
1: need to still cover yeah. that Chuck Norris Fight Zombies movie. That's maybe the best Chuck Norris movie. Yeah. But Chuck Norris, if this, this might sound like gibberish to you, you might not know who he is. He played himself on an episode of Yes Dear. Now it's all clicking. Nah, I, I now know. it's all clicking. I know who he is. I remember yeah. when
2: he showed up playing Absolutely. himself on Matt, who were the stars of Yes Dear? Um the guy from Boston Common. Okay, okay, yeah. And the guy from Guts. Wait, there was guys? I would assume there was. A, this was like a. What's well, yes, dear? There are two guys married to their wives. They married sisters. Oh, oh
1: I see. I was yeah. expecting to be a mad about you, just husband and wife duo. Damn. There's
2: two. Yeah, two fucking couples. I yeah, assume. and uh, Mike O'Malley from Guts <laughs> lives in the. Uh, guest house. I I didn't know he uh had a career outside of uh being on Guts. Oh, he's a he's a phenomenal comedic actor. Really?
1: Oh, just one of the best sitcoms has he been on that you can think of. Oh, I know this man doesn't have a film that's career. Gonna,
2: that's gonna take a minute. <laughs> he was in something not that long ago where he was pretty good. But it was to probably a, like two thousand. bing this during the break probably. Billy Drago is in this film
1: as the bad guy, Ramon Cota. The head of a big-time drug cartel.
2: Not to be mistaken with Billy Dragon, who's no. just a no-good, ne'er-do-well from the Heights.
1: Close, personal, family friend of our, yeah. uh,
2: our, Enemy our of family ours. friend,
1: Eric Iquits. Family friend
2: of them. <laughs> Enemy of ours.
1: Yeah, You know him, uh, I know him, I think most predominantly from playing Papa Jupiter in the Amazing Hills Have Eyes remake Ooh. that we are big fans of. Uh moving along here, uh Paul Perry is in this movie playing Major Bobby Chavez, Chuck's partner and a real family man. He's a real family yeah. man in this movie. This is a guy who uh I don't know, not really a famous face mm. all that much unless mm. you factor in that he played the character uh attorney Walsh on several reoccurring Ooh. episodes
2: of Rizzoli and Isles. Ooh, hell, of a, yeah, show. hell a, of a show.
1: We got a Rizzoli and Isles fucking uh, graduate here. With, so
2: with that kind of credit, you think he'd have a big picture time. on IMDb, this, you know, this is big time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one person who
1: we're going to be talking a lot about, I think, in this movie is... Talking about Mr. Harden? John P. Ryan uh, is in this movie playing General Taylor. Hell yeah. He's sort of the Colonel Troutman of the Delta Force, the guy who sends in the if, Delta if Force. If Troutman wasn't such a drip. We saw him as one of the killer robot teachers. Fuck yeah. In class of 1999, yes. which we loved him in. Mr. Harden. We loved him in this. Uh, also, he's a teacher in Three O'Clock High, a oh, little yeah. uh, movie... In the 80s with Crisp from uh, Kindergarten Cop as a bully yeah. who's going to kick the shit out of a kid. They do a little High
2: Noon uh, parody. Great film. Under 3 O'Clock High. First time I ever grew my hair out, mm-hmm. one of Dave's little friends told me I uh, kind of looked like the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop. Oh, and I was wow. like, it's probably the greatest compliment everybody's ever. Any- ever paid yeah. me in
1: my life i had a, a a great friend in high school uh by the name of becky crisp who yeah. you met one yes one ill-fated evening Whoa. i remember she had a uh, she was on a soccer team she's a big soccer player i yeah. remember back in the day and she had this lime neon green soccer shirt their sponsor was key market yeah. which was the market at the time so
3: yeah.
1: it was just lime green at the at the front of it Key Market logo On the back It just said Crisp really big And I was yeah. like
3: That's the bad guy From
1: Kindergarten Cop I'm stealing this From I, you I wore that shit Like every fucking day I remember Every fucking day Senior year of high school
2: I, You don't remember I, I was there you, you were around You when, don't remember When I was doing when, uh, this You were lurking in the uh, shadows You didn't recognize me That was when Rodney Dangerfield Had me dressing up Like a girl And oh. playing on the team With her mm, yeah. yeah I couldn't tell you I couldn't You what know What happened anyway I well,
0: I don't want to go into it, it's a long story. I, I... Hey, come on. Get it off your chest. It'll make you feel better. Remember, there ain't nothing you can tell me that I ain't hurt before. So, come on. What happened?
3: Well, what happened was I
0: I took her son and I, I
3: dressed him up like a girl and I talked him into playing with me.
0: Stay out, you son! Sicko. We don't want your kind in there. boy. What a happy hour! Well, at least I beat the check.
1: Uh, I got one more. I got one more person. Yeah, I don't know in how. It in name who was in this movie? Begonia Plaza is in this film, playing. Kin Kinya Escalinta. That's the one. Who is a Chuck Norris's contact on the ground, yeah. a la the woman that Rambo falls in love with in Rambo's Blood Part 2. Uh, very similar characters here. She's notable because she was the Mexican whore that a down-on-his-luck Tom Cruise fucks mm. and born on the 4th of July when he's really oh. just hit rock bottom. Oh, that sounds Also, nice. fucking some prestige here, she was Danny Trejo's
2: woman in Heat.
1: Ooh. Showing up, showing up in Heat. That's there a, you go. That's a good little paycheck
0: for her.
2: Yeah, I'm not gonna say it because I'm just gonna imagine this is where you drop the line of she's got a great ass and you got your head all the way up it.
0: I know my fuck you piece of shit!
2: Tagline for this film.
1: Norris and the Force are back. Are they? A little misleading. Cause
2: yeah. Norris is back. Not <laughs> So much the Delta Force. Oh, Major Anthony. I mean, none of them come back. You remember Major Anthony? Plot from... no, he
1: of here. this film. When DEA agents are taken captive by a ruthless South American kingpin... The Delta Force is reunited to rescue them in this sequel to the 1986 film. Also a lie, (laughs) because there is no reuniting of a Delta Force done in this film. It's pretty much only Chuck Norris. Correct. But these are the dirty little details we're going to get into in our next segment, which we call... The bullet points. This is where we dig into our notes. We -hmm. talk about all the things that jumped out at us as we were watching this film. Matt, as is tradition, I'm going to throw it to you to give us our first bullet point.
2: Calling out across the world, a-dancing in the streets.
1: That was really good. And you can't see it now, but he's doing his little sexy Mick Jagger dance Sort of puts his hands on his hips and yeah. purses his lips and wiggles around a little bit.
2: Right. It was very authentic. I wanted you to know that I'm doing the tremendously homosexual mm-hmm. version of the song. Oh, not the regular No, version. no, no, no. The first one, no fun.
1: The, yeah. That cover? Yeah. Why didn't we throw the, the, the original in the trash after
2: right. that point? Just two boys hanging out singing a hit song.
1: Carnival's going on here in our opening scene. Yeah. We're, we're what are we in? Like Rio or something, I would imagine. I San Carlos. <laughs> the fake country. Is, okay. Is this San Carlos I don't here? Know. It's all, yeah, I, don't I guess it's all San Carlos. You know that it's a fake country. I was going to pull out our geography gimmick where I was going to have you tell me where San Carlos is on the map. I'm, you already know it's a fake country. I'm not going to lie to you. The
2: trick I got up my sleeve. I really went out on a limb there. <laughs>
1: So apparently we've got an annual big carnival celebration in San Carlos, our fictional, I don't know why they didn't just go with Valverde, Verde, the uh, go-to Central American fake country that was in pretty much every other 80s action movie, whatever. People are dancing in the streets, there's DEA agents around, they're gonna try to bust the bad guy of the film, Roman Cota, our Billy Drago, but things, things go badly.
2: Oh God, say it ain't so... Did you get a load of the melons on that belly dancer? Okay, that was
1: the next thing I wanted to do. <laughs> Holy shit, get a load of the melons on that belly yeah. dancer. Yeah. yeah, these these guys are are surveilling the crowd. Mostly, they're just zooming in on tits. This is probably why they are so
2: easily bamboozled. It's like watching a Cubs game in the early 90s. <laughs> where it's just Arnie Harris oh, doing great slow part, Zoom work. Slow part of the game. And Harry Carragorn, Who's hey, out in the bleachers?
1: There's a pretty girl. he has got a tank top out in the bleachers tonight? Let's <sighs> put the camera on that for a little bit.
2: Let's see if Harry's still awake.
1: Big crowd. They think they got Roman Coda under this silver mask and a red hood. They go to try to arrest him. They pull it off. They're like, what? This is just some white guy fucking setup bro. this ain't fucking billy drago before they know it a bunch of clowns machine guns show up outside their surveillance <laughs> van machine gun the shit Hell out yeah. of the surveillance van all these d agents are fucking dead just as fuck shot the fuck up just another little bullet point that is important to me right here is that one of the uh guys in the van that gets killed one of yeah. these da guys is a character actor who i is notable to me just because i think he has one of the greatest names in hollywood history dick warlock that's the guy won the name fucking yeah the 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 ultimate fucking jackpot right there best going through your name is dick warlock that's bad as hell
2: Uh, before i came here the name dick came up in conversation with my wife and she asked me she's like it's fucking 2020 like Oh, who who keeps that name? Who doesn't just like be like I'm rich? Don't don't call I'm, I oh, go no. by Rich. Fucking, if I was a Richard,
1: like, I would own that shit. There's, I'm Dick.
2: There's the circumstance coming into like,
1: every social fucking, fucking Dick situation Warlock Dick energy. Especially yeah. my last name is Warlock. Enter Chuck Norris is my next bullet point. Yeah, we establish first off, there's an evil, very very clever drug guy somewhere in the world. Right, we're gonna need a good guy to take him down, man. Chuck Norris is at a fancy restaurant that somehow a bunch of dirty looking fucking punk rock kids. I've have got it right in my notes. inside and gotten sat and at a table at. Chuck don't like the punkers. No, it was stupid of this restaurant to even sit these people down because just profile on them you could tell like they're gonna be a problem they shouldn't be in our fancy restaurant do they even have money to pay the bill that would come at the end of this meal they look
2: like scumbags and thanks to the new america we're living in we can judge people by appearance
1: 100 percent.
2: now that we've got four more years of donald
1: trump thank god everything worked out the exact way we thought it was going to oh man (sighs) it took a lot for you to say that very confused Just fucking, like, you know, recording this podcast one day before Election Day, knowing it's going to come out one Uh, day after Election Day, uh, knowing that this is going to be an Election Day that's going to drag out for weeks and weeks, and it's it's not going to be a thing that anybody is... It's not going to be called by by the end of the day whatsoever. No. No. Are we even going to have a podcast next week? I don't know. Ah uh, who's this Might be out there just like fighting in the streets the could bread be lines. fighting in the streets
2: the bread lines
1: Charmin ultra strong I got a whole fucking case full of Ooh, it Ooh good call I need that a The shit's up. coming up like uh, COVID's coming back, we're gonna be locked down again. There's hey, did you hear the, good in the news? Streets.
2: COVID's back.
1: Don't get caught without toilet paper this time, you dum dums. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna come suddenly, just like it did last time. That's right. Stock up, fucking. You've seen what these weirdos do. You remember all the diarrhea that happened in the last quarantine? Chuck Norris though is just like, hey, I'm sitting here with my friend Bobby Chavez. Yeah, and his his wife Rita. We're having a nice little meal. His wife, Rita. I can't stop looking at these punks hassling the waitress no. across the way, though. I'm yeah. going to go over there and teach them some right-wing conservative Chuck Norris fucking mm. justice. Mm. I'm just going to lay it all on their heads right now mm. with roundhouse kicks that are hopefully going to knock some sense into these little punks. Hell yeah. Just what happens. Like, and he goes over there. He's like, quit bullying these people. They're like, hey, you look like a fucking nerd. They try to fight him. Turns out he's Chuck Norris. You can't fight Chuck Norris. No. Starts roundhouse kicking him. One guy pulls out a knife. He kicks the guy's hand, and then the knife flies
2: up and sticks in the ceiling. Yep. That was a lot of fun. You guys got to understand. You got to realize the internet wasn't around yet. No. So these guys didn't know he was Chuck Norris. I don't even know if you can get on a bulletin board system back then to spend
1: the next 45 minutes of your life downloading one picture of Cindy Crawford in a
2: bikini. We all know the one. Uh, did a lot of work to that one. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Aren't you the guy from missing an action? And then bam, their ass has already been kicked. Mm. We're just establishing here. This is not a beating up street punks
1: movie. This is not a Charles Bronson movie. This is, the scene is just here to say like Chuck Norris is in the movie. Chuck Norris always. And he is a badass. Don't worry.
2: He always tastefully beats up the first couple people. Yeah. Just to let you know. And then it escalates. (laughs)
1: We'll get to that. Code is a real asshole here in the next uh, scene. Agree to disagree. This is where we meet King Kenya, the lady who becomes important later.
2: Oh, yeah, no, that's fair. She's you trying to, like,
1: familiar. take care of her sick baby, and he's like, I'm trying to run a cocaine operation here in San Carlos, get her out working in the fields, fucking toss her baby into some jagged rocks in the sea or something. I can't have this sort of shit gumming up my operations.
2: Oh, don't forget, he also... He's business. He gets picked up by his main man, Miguel... Okay. And he like weirdly touches his thigh in the back of the limo. Is Miguel the guy with the skullet? Uh no, no, no. Miguel's just like uh he's like a Hispanic version of the uh head of the Trilams and okay. Revenge of the Nerds. Wow. Oh, right, oh Total nerd. See, I was
1: not paying attention. I no, was a
2: nerd. He was the head of the tri lambs, like the, the oh, the, the, black the big black dude. guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. Miguel is yes, yeah. the dark skinned, probably Dominican or something going on. He was, he was yeah. so dark here, yeah, for sure. He turns out to be a rat later on. I feel what yeah. you're saying. Okay, I was trying like later on. There's a guy with a skullet who just starts whooping Chuck Norris's ass like at the end, and I'm like, who is this guy? Like, why wasn't he established? That's He's Carlos. Very tough. I think I just wasn't paying enough attention to all the underlings here. Is yeah, you got on. to. But yeah, you got to. Miguel, he's important. Carlos becomes important. Uh, this woman won't work, though. So he's like, I'm going to fucking show her the what's for. Yeah. I'm going to give her my uh, old one, two to the eyeballs. Let her know she's got to be out here working. Right. Her husband in the fields sees this going on. He's like, right. I have to defend my wife. He runs up to El Jefe here. Cota. Bad move, because Coda, we're going to learn, has a move that he does, Ooh. which is stabbing people in the stomach with a knife. Yeah, he's good with a blade, as it turns so he, out. He, he stabs this man in the stomach with a knife. Yep. And she's all like, oh no, my husband's dead, my baby's sick, I don't like this. Yeah. He tells fucking, is this Miguel he's still talking to? Yep. he to he's, take her to my bedroom, but first, give her a beautiful bath. You're just a great bath, a great, great bath. Get rid of the baby. Correct. So, baby's gonna be murdered here. This is yeah, he's straight trumping it here. (laughs) Miguel, he's gonna rape this woman after killing her baby and her husband. Grab her by the pussy. Most evil villain in a movie ever, probably. We're establishing this. We've got the best good Most guy ever, ever Chuck Norris, who's yeah. very polite, very right-wing, very conservative. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let waitresses be bullied. Mm-hmm. Fucking, he believes in America. He believes yep. in justice. Mm-hmm. And we've got a terrible, terrible brown man who's evil. He doesn't care just about one anything. of the worst. He might as well just be grinding up babies with mortar and pestles and rubbing their blood on his skin. Nate. Like, would you say these mm-hmm. are some bad hombres? I would say that th- they're rapists. They're thugs. We're dealing with some bad hombres here, man. Oh, man. It's scary time. Not the first time we've dealt with some bad hombres on Baby Oil and Blow, though. No, so, you sir. Know, we'll get through this. Uh, boring meeting stuff next. Yeah, there's we're, a war on code. We're cope. hiring the Delta Force. DEA needs Delta blah, Force. Blah,
2: blah, blah. Nobody out, bothers to tell the DEA there is no Delta Force anymore.
1: Well. We got to capture Cota is what's going on, though. They, they they, tell Chuck Norris, him and his buddy Bobby Chavez, yeah. they're going to go get Cota. We're going to bring him in for a trial. It's it's all going to be fine, I I'm, I'm I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah sounds like a great plan. I think I zoned out here for a while. Next thing I know, somehow Chuck Norris and Bobby Chavez are on the same airplane as Cota.
2: Yep. Yeah, nope, that, it's immediate. Too. It's, yeah, yeah. it's just immediate.
1: We're yeah. just immediately to it. Like
2: Yep. I,
1: I don't know how they know where he's going. I don't know how
2: they well, smuggle some of those at the end of the, like At the end of the meeting they're like, hey, uh, Miguel flies over cuz he takes the drugs into America mm-hmm. and then when he flies And that's the thing we yeah. hate. He's you like, keep
1: the drugs in your own countries, man. You bring him into America, you're messing with our families. They're like, when he fl- our way of life.
2: When he flies to and from, he's o- only over like a part of Florida for like a minute and that's mm. where you need to catch him. Okay. But he has two armed bodyguards we got, with him. We
1: got U.S. airspace and we can yeah. officially do things. There's a lot of
2: political stuff
1: with borders and stuff that in a movie this stupid does not need to be taking up so much time to be dealt with. Like. Yeah. Nobody's thinking about that stuff when they're watching Delta Force 2,
2: Delta Force 2. I was like, oh man, they're putting the plan together early and then we're just going to get the new team building Mm -hmm. and then the big showdown will be on that plane. There was a
1: million times where I thought I knew where this movie was going to go to build a effective normal movie
2: and it just didn't go in that direction at all. This movie is literally just, hey, remember that thing we just talked about? Here it is. So, basically, the plan on this plane
1: is, surprise, it's me, Chuck Norris, and Bobby Chavez. Yeah. Uh, you're under arrest, man. And it works. It works very well. Uh, fucking, he's just, like, cocky, though, Chavez. He does yeah. the fucking Cota. Cota is his name. Fucking Chavez. Cota. Cota's like, you can't do anything to me, man. Like, I'm a fucking big shit in San Carlos. Boy, this proof, fake country bro. that doesn't even happen. Chuck Norris is like... I can tell I'm dealing with a real hard ass here. There's no internet. He doesn't know who Chuck Norris is. I got to fucking teach this guy a lesson who he's dealing with. I'm going to do some point break shit. I'm going to kick him out of this airplane. Yeah. He does. His fucking code is just plummeting to his death. And then he's like, psych. I'm going to now skydive down to you, wrap myself around you. And at the last minute, pull my chute so that we survive and I arrest you.
2: It's not going to rip my arms out of the socket None when I, I do that. None of that weird
1: stuff's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, everything's going to work out fine. I've done this a million times to people. It's a little prank I do. Mm-hmm. This is badass shit. I mean, it doesn't look great. It's not point break where we're actually like throwing cameramen and actors out of airplanes and filming it. It's a lot of green screen stupidness. I looked
2: better than, uh, what was that star laser and the captain of tomorrow with the rolling friends, uh, the Barry, Barry What's-His-Face joint.
1: Oh, I know you're uh, talking about Megaforce. Megaforce, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Better, look better than that. looks better than Megaforce. Put that on the poster for Delta Force TV Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. Uh, there is definitely like Chuck Norris face. Like he gets like skydiving face, though, where mm-hmm. you get like the the big fan or whatever is under him just blowing up, distorting his face, and it, he he looks uglier than even normal when that's yeah. going on. I don't like that. It's scary as hell. This is where we first meet the general. Played by our old boy, John P. fucking Ryan. Hell yeah. And he is just loving the fact that Chuck Norris threw this dude out of an airplane and then did this shit to him. He's laughing. He's like high-fiving people around him. And at the end of it, he says basically to the camera like Bugs Bunny, I need a drink! And he screams every line that he delivers. Yeah. Every line delivery he does is just screaming like into the camera. He's the only person that knows that he's in a terrible movie. And he's the only person seemingly happy to be on the set of this movie. Yeah. And he just elevates everything he touches in this movie.
2: He delivers all of his lines like uh, what's his face playing the whiz on Seinfeld. I'm the whiz. I'm nobody the whiz. meets me. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's Except yeah. he's a very respected
1: general. <laughs> yeah. not, right. a, it's not a sofa salesman? <laughs> not a sofa salesman. No. Uh, we get some courtroom bullshit after this where they're like, You're under trial for being a drug kingpin, Billy Drago.
2: Oh, mattress salesman. That's my fault.
1: Uh, and, you know, it seems like some technicalities. The way they arrested him was wildly illegal. He's probably going to get off or whatever.
2: Judge is like, Nah, it's cool. You're arrested, mm-hmm. but your bail's only 10 mil.
1: Yeah, and then Bobby Chavez is like, 10 million's like, pocket change to this motherfucker. I'm so angry at this miscarriage of justice, I'm gonna punch him in the middle of the fucking courtroom. Which he does. He does, he yeah. punches Billy Jago, and then the judge is like, fucking, do you want to press charges against this crazy asshole who just punched you? And he's like, nah, man, I'm fucking slicker than that. I'm gonna play the fucking, you know, like, good guy here and say, I'm, I'm gonna let it slide, but I'm not. I'm a terrible drug cartelman. I'm going to kill his whole family now.
2: All of them. Everybody's going to be dead. The thing that really bothered me was not so much that Chavez swung on Coda mm-hmm. in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. It's that immediately afterwards, Coda turns and punches the guard in the face. There's a lot of just it's uh, like, that's, violence going on in here. That's automatically... You know, jail time. I think an
1: important thing that's happening here, though, that, that we haven't discussed in a long time, yeah. but it's a thing that we know very well. It's a thing that uh, we hold near and dear to our hearts. Is this is the scene where this is not just going to be like a, you know, an international incident, whatever. Take down this guy. This is there's some grudge building here, man. Ooh. This is personal. Oh. This is between oh. a Man, there's some there's some okay. grudge brewing in this fucking movie here. Okay, feelings are hurt. Faces have been punched. It gets amped up in the next scene when Bobby's whole family gets killed. What? They're just at a nice like high school basketball game or something yep. hanging out. Chuck Norris is there because he's playing another one of his like sexless Chuck Norris characters. Yeah. <laughs> he's like never, never in these movies like got anything going on on his own. He's just like Chuck Norris living alone, like, I just hang out with my friend and his family. I'm never going out on dates with any women or anything, anything like that, no. I can drink 100
2: ounces of beer and still be fine. Chuck Norris
1: had... It's very similar energy to the man you're quoting, who we saw at Hooters on Halloween night, yep. Yep. who claimed to the Hooters bartender that he could drink 100 ounces of beer and still drive home. And that he only comes out once a year. Her, her corporate policy would not allow her to serve him 100 ounces of beer, but he tried his best. He tried mm-hmm. his best. Chuck Norris in this movie, uh, just peak Chuck Norris, and what I mean is... Nothing happening. No, no character traits. Just no, no charisma. You watch this thing, you're just wondering how was Chuck Norris a movie star? At least what like planet did they make him a movie star?
2: At least in missing an action, like he's got like a little bit of like PTSD. Mm, yeah, some of that's going Gave on. Gave him some depth, yeah, a little bit. A little like, bit of depth this is just on. like I'm just here to see what happens in the next scene.
1: I mean, thankfully, in this one, we do have John P. Ryan, whose uh, character grows throughout the film and yeah. becomes much more of a wild, just charismatic sidekick. Yeah. When you're watching these things and it's only Chuck Norris on his own, yeah. it gets pretty dry. I mean, Chavez is trying here Deep in these early, sc- yeah. in these early scenes. I don't know. This he doesn't quite have his Rizzoli and Isles energy no, that he'd come up with yet. later on in his right. career, but you right. know, he's trying his best. But he gets taken out early here because coda and his goons just stroll into his house after this basketball game all casual
2: yeah shoot his
1: son dead immediately immediately yeah and then his wife's all like oh my god how'd you fucking i'm Rita's wife why would you do kill that? my son i'm rita here I've, okay. i hate this and coda's like all right i'm gonna put on my murder gloves here and just all fucking cold I'm also gonna, i don't I'm have a mean look on my face and i'm gonna kill
2: fucking the wife here Reed is dead i don't think that's uh his mom either because like they go to kill the son Uh and he's like rita watch out oh
1: (laughs) okay so it's like maybe this is like a situation he's got a previous wife uh this is a kid from a it's it's earlier marriage it's all weird and none
2: of it gets explained very
1: strange don't know who any of these people are but you know, Chuck Norris and Chavez, Bobby Chavez, were coming home behind them in a, in, a, in another car. Unfortunately, they only get there after the deed's been done. They find cops everywhere. His family murdered. We get a very dramatic scene here where Bobby Chavez is just collapsed oh, on his yeah. front lawn screaming no and we get a sweet just like classic crane yeah. shot like pulling up as he's screaming no at the top of his lungs.
2: I got that in there too. Great yelling into the
1: front that lawn is scene. some good action movie shit right there. This puts Bobby on a mission of vengeance. Like now it's full on grudge. The grudge is fucking real. Yeah. He's gonna take on Koto. It's palatable. We get a scene where Chuck Norris is trying to comfort him. And this is then maybe you can explain to me what happens here. This is this is a weird sequence of
2: events. Well, going on in this I'll walk you right through it. Here. Okay. He's Chavez is depressed, sitting against the chair so while on the floor. Uh just Understandably just, sad. Yeah. And Chuck Norris is like, you know, well, that's terrible what happened. And he's like, Yeah, that's why I gotta fucking murder these people, mm-hmm. Chuck Norris. And he's like, I can't
1: let you do Listen, that. Listen, I'm straight-laced, conservative, fucking good guy, Chuck Norris. We can't just be going around hey. murdering people. There's laws, extradition things. We can't be crossing government boundaries. Also, murder's wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Boring Chuck Norris
2: stuff. He's like, how about you come back to my place and we'll play Stratego? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, that sounds real nice, Chuck Norris. You go first. And then he beats Chuck Norris in the back of the head with a pistol. Yeah,
1: just brains him, fucking pistol yeah. whips him. And then... The next scene he's just, in San Carlos. Yeah. So is Chuck Norris still knocked out at this point point? and does he have permanent brain damage cuz he's been knocked out for like 72 hours oh, or something? You know, it's
2: never really explained. Bobby
1: that. Chavez couldn't have just been like, "Oh, good point, Chuck Norris. I won't do that. Hey, uh, later on, I'm going to go do something else." Yeah. And then gone there anyway. He had to fucking knock him out with it a just pistol. Him. For for what reason? <laughs>
2: ah <sighs> ct wasn't exist it wasn't a thing and
1: yet. then we just jump cut and he's at like a polo match in central america or yep. whatever like yeah. seemingly like immediately like he just walked there or something
2: yeah the sequence of events makes no sense i mean and it's wild maybe it's the next day maybe it's three weeks later they don't bother
1: telling you i, I if you look up some of the some of the the production notes on this thing on the Wikipedia or whatnot, Chuck Norris initially was hesitant to do this movie because he said it had
2: script problems. Oh. But good thing Randy <laughs> this Norris what the script was there looked to wrangle like it. Once in. he
1: finally got it all worked out, <laughs> him and all whole younger brother.
2: Oh, uh, Randy Norris knows how to yeah, storyboard a production. Uh, just, uh, just,
1: just get Chuck Norris in San Carlos fighting the bad guys. Like we're jumping through so many goddamn hoops here. He's gonna like Bobby is gonna come up to fucking uh Kota who's at this polo match and shoot him there or whatever. But the DEA spots him yeah. coming up to him, so they're like, Whoa, 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 buddy, hey, this is this is not smart. We've got a way we do things here in the DEA as we're yeah. in other countries. Fucking
2: <laughs> let's, let's let's lecture you over here. He killed my. He killed a van full of my men. Of course, I want him too. Oh shit! We talked Mm. too long. Mm -hmm. Now we're all surrounded by Coda and his men. Classic Coda move is he always
1: just rolls around everywhere with like 100 armed guys, and he always knows what's happening around him. So like, oh, there's 25 DEA guys here, and there's the guy who arrested me here, and uh, they're all just out in the open walking around without any disguises on or anything, just loudly uh, arguing about what they're going to do to try and take yeah. me down. That wasn't a great plan on their part. No. I'm just going to take them all hostage now.
2: Now, Nate, remember earlier how I told you this movie doesn't make you wait? Uh-huh. So you're like, oh, he's got them now. Now yeah. we're going to go back to Chuck Norris, and he's going to find out that they got got. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We immediately go to Coda's lair That's after right. this. His His Sweet, sweet lair here. This is
1: badass. We're, like, up on the top of a mountain. He's got, like, fucking just like a James Bond villain-esque lair. He's got a gas chamber room hidden behind a giant map of the world that slides away when he hits a remote control button. All this stuff is
2: badass. And he already knows. He's like, one of you will turn on me today. Yeah, he's got
1: all of his dudes fucking gathered around this big table and he's like you fucking the dark-skinned guy yeah i know it was you you broke my heart now you gotta die i couldn't i love you you're my brother but you know he's got a move that he does when he's been crossed and he stabs a guy in the gut so he stabs miguel in the gut here and then he reveals the big gas chamber room fucking
2: i like after he stabs the dude he explains how he knew it and he goes you're the only one
1: Who knew my travel plans? That's right. You got to keep that shit close to the vest. If you're going on a fucking trip, don't hit up Instagram and let everybody know. No. That's just saying like, hey, my house is empty. Come rob me. Correct. Coda knows this shit. This is how he's gotten so high in the drug trade. You post those pictures. Common sense. Horse sense. This guy's salt of the earth. But uh, yeah, he's like, I beat the shit out of Bobby Chavez here. And he told me who the fucking mole was. And it was you. And now I'm going to reveal that this... Room I got him in behind this hidden wall is also a gas chamber. That's right. Hit a button, poisonous gas comes in. Boom. Bobby Chavez is dying. Cool fucking villain layer here. Next fucking scene, more boring political shit. Yes, we're like arguing like, oh, can we get the the go ahead to do an operation? What's the blah blah blah? Yeah. Uh, none of this stuff needs to be in of Chuck Norris movie. None of it. You get speeches, some general guy, and then the president of San Carlos is making speeches. There's no political intrigue here. This isn't that kind of movie. Send in Chuck to get revenge. Get the job done. That's the movie we're watching.
2: The only thing I liked about it, though, is uh, once the president of San Carlos is like, America accuses us of having cocaine everywhere Mm -hmm. and smuggling into America. Which we do, yes. He's like, well, maybe the problem is America's full of drug addicts. Yeah, it's
1: true. Americans do love their cocaine. There's a lot of really just like '80s, even though it's it's 1990 now. We're still getting a lot of '80s Reagan politics in this yep. fucking movie here, which is like. Brown people bring cocaine, and it ruins white Americans' lives. We need to kill all the brown people, and then the world will be great.
2: I just like that they're like, well, maybe America shouldn't have so many drug addicts. And you know that was Chuck and Aaron Norris's tongue-in-cheek way of being like, Hollywood, you guys need to slow down. That's true, yeah. Don't do, like, try karate. Don't do drugs.
1: Come out into the forest and uh, yeah. do some meditation and some board breaking with us. It's going to be way better than these coke fueled Hollywood parties you got going on. Barely. Um, fucking boring political shit. Okay, next scene. We're uh we're sending in Chuck. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Fucking old uh, John Ryan is like, hey. I'm going to show you a video of your best friend dying because apparently right. there's a video and we've got a hold of it now. I guess Coda just sent it around yeah, or whatever. Yeah, said he mailed okay, it. Yeah, yeah, mailed it to him. He watches his friend die and he's like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. And he's like, yeah. Enough is enough. We need to send you in to fucking take care of this guy. Chuck Norris is like, you know what, though? I'm not going to go straight in. I got to do some shit before I go in. Right. How about we do a montage now of where I'm just slow motion kicking a bunch of
2: other army guys? Right.
1: So we get like a good five minutes just like they're all looking pretty cool wearing like camo pants and like black tank tops. Everybody
2: looks like Street Fighter the movie. It's just
1: like a bunch of young boys that Chuck Norris is stretching here. These are all like his recruit. And this is where I thought like... We're building a new Delta Force or something. That's like the note
2: I have. Chuck Time Norris. to build yeah. a new Delta Force. He's gonna Force. run through
1: these guys. He's gonna see who can take a, a beating and like the, the ones who show some grit or whatever is gonna be his new Delta Force. No, it's just a scene that has nothing to do with anything. He's just he's just putting just showing in off that he can crabs. kick and stuff. Yeah, he's doing a, he's making Bret Hart proud with all the weird like little leg yeah. submissions and shit he's doing to people in this scene, but. He's not building a new team. This has nothing to do with the movie going forward. This is just a a long slow motion you know uh, montage of fight
2: scenes. We're you seen. know, Nate, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, <laughs> in that scene, Chuck never really se- seriously injured anybody in the scene, and uh, he right. uh, he really hung his hat on that. You know,
1: no, oh, you know that's. But then later on, you know, Chuck Norris, I lost all respect for him. Oh, probably for some reason. Oh, God, every oh, bright heart story ends with that's him losing shame. all respect for somebody. I don't yeah. know.
2: Uh, Ramon's compound—it's uh,
1: unapproachable. They're, yeah, they're letting him we're, know we're yeah. doing fucking John Ryan's. Like, this is the deal. It's on a mountain. There's only one road in. There's three sides. They should have just covered, covered this guards. in the
2: initial meeting that he had. I don't I know mean, why we have this like weird. Way too many yeah. scenes
1: that didn't need to happen going on in this period of the movie. Chuck Norris is like, "What about the fourth wall of the mountain?"
2: Yeah, and he's th- like, "Oh no 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 That's no." He a- goes, "He goes. Most mountains have four sides." <laughs>
1: We learned that this is an unclimbable wall of granite, so you don't even think about that. Like, there's no reason to think about it. And then, so, of course, we know Chuck Norris is going to climb this wall.
2: Well, I'm, I'm sitting here at this point thinking to myself, like, bro, did you never see Missing in Action where there was like 30 minutes of Chuck Norris just uh, climbing the sides he of buildings? Loves to
1: climb things. We he established loves this
2: in our Missing in Action episode where yeah. we were
1: so bored with all the climbing secrets to this. Also, I was just feeling very similar to the, uh, raid at the end of Surf Ninjas, I was thinking right here. I was like, Surf Ninjas basically just wholesale ripped off Delta Force 2. Nice. And and their entire fucking thing going on there. Good for them.
0: I can see the morning cooking fires. They'll be minister for us, then we'll go to the caves of Kwan Su. The caves of the ancients. What's there? Your inheritance. Money? No. Something not even money can buy. The knives of Quan Su. Knives? Oh yeah, seriously. That's something money can't buy, knives. Once I went to a cutlery store and said, here's $100,000, can I buy a knife? They said, no, money can't buy knives. Gee, I guess that's why you hardly ever see any of them around.
1: On the third day of the expedition, they came across a giant rubber plant. Unfortunately, they could not cut it down, for as we know, money
0: can't buy knives walking around the plant and continued on the shores of Patusan.
1: John Ryan's like, we got a call from the president just now. He figured out some stuff's going on in San Carlos. He's pissed off. He's giving us full on fucking, you know, the go ahead. Yeah. We got one day. We can send you in. It's, it's fucking awesome. Let's do it, man. Hell yeah, you got to. Oh, man, just so much enthusiasm to be in Delta Force 2. This guy's bringing more energy to everything he does than anybody else in this movie. Yeah, Needlessly, nobody's asking him to do any Mm-mm. of this. This guy should have been in more shit. Like, I don't understand how he was should wasn't. have been in fucking more shit. Loving oh, him. it's just killing it. We're back to more training. Just yes. More slow-mo of Chuck Norris kicking soldier ass. Like... There's a couple of scenes of them like doing SWAT team drills a little bit, but then mostly it's just dudes getting like serious CTE, getting kicked in the temple by Chuck Norris over and over and over again. He does
2: like a head scissors takedown on a guy and just dumps the guy on the crown of his head. Like these guys are far too concussed to go on any sort of mission.
1: Even if it was a little bit of a goal, this movie to build a new Delta Force, which clearly it isn't at this point. I don't know why we're watching. Any more of these fucking training scenes. We get a, another useless talking scene with uh, the general and Chuck Norris where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the world knows about the raid now. They, they know we're coming, yeah. so but they don't know when we're coming. And it's like, once again, this is all dialogue that could have been like mashed together into one getting ready to do the raid scene. Like we don't
2: need multiple
1: gearing up to do the fucking raid scene the only
2: good part about this is like he walks him through the rest of it but he's like oh and you got a contact when you get over there and it's uh hmm. kina escalante yeah that's right uh koda killed the her father koda killed her husband i've got the exact quote yeah, here, it, right, right, it, yeah, here right here yeah, right, go right. ahead Chuck norris is
1: like how do we know we can trust this woman fucking john ryan says let me tell you about your contact Coda killed her husband in front of her. Then he killed her baby and used the corpse to smuggle cocaine. Then he raped her. I wouldn't mention any of this when you meet her.
2: She's probably still a little touchy about it. He's laughing. Wild. He's like, he's like. Wild quote. What's the one? I wouldn't ask her about it or whatever. Don't mention any of this. She's probably still a little touchy about it. He totally is like, don't mention any of this.
1: Ugh. This is just some boys locker room talk going on sure right here. sure was. And this is happening when we're in like the plane getting ready to skydive into San Carlos. Ugh. So we've established that Chuck Norris is going to meet her Rambo 2 style yep. on the ground. He does. And then she's like, uh, we got to get you ready to climb up this unclimbable wall. Why don't I take you to my village where I live yeah. Where everybody's out doing shit in the street and just walk you, the secret American who nobody's supposed to know about, right. in broad daylight, down the Through main the day, drag yeah. of this village, in front of fucking everyone. Correct. This won't have bad consequences or anything. Hey, here's my house here on the right. Why don't you go in there and gear up for your climb? Well, that's why Chuck you had Chuck Norris.
2: To. If you remember, he skydived mm-hmm. and he was wearing those black pants That's right, yeah. with that black long sleeve uh-huh, shirt. Uh huh. And then he goes into her room
1: so he could be sneaky, so that she could parade him down the main street of her village in well, the next
2: scene. Well, well no, he goes through the village, but then he goes and changes in her room mm-hmm. where it comes out in those black pants. That's right, yeah. And that black shirt without sleeves now. Now we've established that uh Kota, the bad guy, yes. has
1: Thousands of armed guards around him at all times, and he's got eyes and ears everywhere. Everywhere. So, so this fucking dumb bitch right here. Yeah. She's good. Good lord, the planning they went into this. It's she's, there's not much. No. Oh, this will yeah. come back. But but now we're 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 walking to where he's got to climb. We get a rickety rope bridge scene. That's pretty. Which cool. I've established over and over again. I always love a rickety rope bridge scene in any movie. Anytime somebody's got to go across like a a, a shaky, we don't know how it's Mm -hmm. holed up bridge. This one is like one of those ones where it's not even a bridge. It's just like basically one thick rope you're walking across with some hand fucking ropes up on the top. Very scary, but... Nothing happens during this scene. It's just like an establishing shot of them going across it. Yeah, and it's 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 never all that treacherous. There's never any tension. Like nobody slips off for a second. There's not there's not a a rope that's untangling. We're I, worried I about. I think it's
2: just a real bridge they found in the middle of nowhere, and we're like, hey, check that out.
1: One hundred percent. I wrote down in my notes as well. Clearly, this shot just exists because this rope bridge was around, and they were like, that's cool. Put it in the movie. How do you introduce a rickety, scary rope bridge in your movie and don't do anything with it? Don't have any fucking thing where it Bad might be fucking breaking down. You, you might to cut fucking. It. Uh, uh, yeah. What a fucking cock tease they did right here. Yeah. Mike, this is the first time I've. I've always said I'm gonna add an extra star to any movie that has a rickety rope bridge scene in it. Ooh. I'm this is not applicable, not applicable this time because they do nothing with the rickety rope bridge. Wow, they just go across it all quick and easy. What the fuck, movie? What are you thinking? Hey, you're not wrong. I'm angry. I'm angry coming out of this scene right here.
2: You're fair to be upset about it,
1: Uh, but also, like, after this, they start right before he starts climbing the wall, they're like saying their goodbyes and they're bonding over her dead baby. He's like, I know about your dead baby and shit. I'm like, Rambo 2 vibes, Rambo 2 vibes. Absolutely. Are they going to fall in love and then she's going to die and That's... then he's going to be like my greatest love of all time that I knew for 45 minutes and she walked me across a road bridge. That's what I'm picking up, on. I'm Bob. loving it. I'm loving yeah. it. Sexless Chuck Norris. About to add some depth to his character. Yeah, she needs a white savior in her life. 100%. Uh, after this, we're making the climb. We get a couple of scenes here. It's going back and forth. Like, we get a little bit of him climbing, mm-hmm. and then we get a little bit of other things. Then we get a little bit of him climbing, and we get a little bit of other things. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, at one point, a poisonous snake like, uh, lunges at him a little bit, like yep. halfway up the rock, and he's like, Oh, I'm a snake. Oh, oh buddy, I'm going to make friends with you, though,
2: because I'm Chuck Norris, yeah. and I'm, you know, one with all creatures no, I'm not- in the world. I'm not a a Van Dam where I'm gonna kill you. No, I just I'm gonna no. I'm gonna let you do your snake thing.
1: And there's another one where he slips and he falls like pretty far until like he's fucking hits the the slack of his rope and is no, like
2: a, look. Yeah. None of that matters he does some first rate screaming while he's falling. The the real important thing is our buddy the general has made it from America to San Carlos mm. where he's met up with San Carlos president's advisor Ernesto. Oh wait 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 wait. Before this
1: happens yeah. right? there's one more scene where Kota shows up in the village. Well yeah, where obviously. the dumb bitch prated Chuck Norris through the yeah. middle and is like, "Hey, I heard about Chuck Norris being here. Uh, I'm going to kill everybody unless you tell me where he is. Hey old man, tell me." And yeah. then like the old man's like, "I'm not going to." So he executes him in the middle of the village right. and like she's watching from the distance like, "Oh no. Who could have seen this happen?" You dumb fucking cunt. You did this. Yeah, you this let is him. all on
2: you. You let him. all. And he's right
1: like, there. if I don't find him soon, I'm going to kill this entire village. Correct. This is all on this woman's head. And it's never addressed what a dumb mistake she made yeah. and how this is all on her head. But then we got a chopper. Yeah. That's what's coming out now. Because the president, he caught wind of burning villages or something we're explained to. He's given the full go ahead for force to be used. So John Ryan's like... Hell yeah. Put me in an attack chopper. Yeah. Load it up with fucking rockets. Get the heat Load it up with fucking machine guns. Give me fucking some dudes. Give me your best fucking murderers. Like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to burn San Carlos to the ground. They came, like, the and
2: whole... He's stoked about it. His whole plan was, uh, you know, they wanted him to just blow up the country or whatever. Right. And, uh... Chuck's like, no, man, we got three prisoners. Gotta get rid of I this I can set them free. Stupid cocaine. And he's like, that's fine. You go in a day early to get the prisoners free, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to blow everything up. But everything. you only get a day. Literally everything. You only get a day. And he finally gets the okay, like, all right, fuck it. We're going to blow everybody up. So he's coming in.
1: Chuck gets to the top of the mountain, takes out like a guard, so like... I guess there's some room now for uh, old uh, John Ryan to land the chopper and, like, drop off some dudes on the ground without anybody knowing about it. Yeah. Which, that's pretty cool. Um, we get some... Uh, we get, we some. get a montage sequence of the Delta Force guys who... These These aren't even Delta Force guys because they're not, like, Chuck Norris' team or something. They're <sighs> just some generic guys we have not been introduced to at any point in the movie. Major Anthony. They're... They're stealthily killing a bunch of people around the compound, though. Also sort of Rambo 2 style, where he's like, you know, in the, the the POW camp, like fucking sneaking around, killing people.
2: Yeah. A lot of Rambo 2 stuff here at this point in the movie. I moment. like when he like pulls up on the surveillance guy, and he just yeah. like, turns him around and gives him a quick two-piece. Mm-hmm. He's just like, bing, bang. Bam, bam. Fucking, he's done. He's fucking done. After this,
1: like, sneakiness be damned. Mm-hmm. Fucking General Taylor, John Ryan, mm-hmm. he just starts machine gunning farmers. He finds, yeah. like, one of their cocaine operations and is like, I'm sure everybody down here uh, harvesting this coca and whatnot is evil drug-dealing cartel guys. I'm and just going to start machine gunning all of them. Not forced to do yeah, this. Yeah, not just indentured servants or, like, you know, yeah. extremely poor people forced into a life of service. Yeah. They're all evil people. We know this as Americans with moral certitude. Yeah. Let's machine gun them from this chopper in the air, which he does. And he's loving it. He's, He's having a great time doing it.
2: The other good thing about this scene is uh, it's complete with a fat guard. Oh yeah, yeah, or a yeah. fat. This guy, some kind of general or whatever. This guy's a real chubbo. Who's like, oh, oh, they're shooting. I need to let El Jefe He's know. He's a real bear. And he makes it to a to a radio in time and lets uh, uh, old uh, Coda know, like, hey. Well, he calls. Shit's happening. General, oh, somebody, Almedo, in the
1: San- Almedo in the. San Carlos Army, who is yeah. played by Saul, the old Jewish guy from uh, the movie Pie, who also plays a Jewish guy in a lot oh, of Darren yeah. Aronofsky's movies. And apparently, I'm just like, this guy's Central American, this fucking old Jewish guy? Huh. He's General Omega Okay. Also, this is clearly one of those movies that was shot in the Philippines because it's so dirt yeah. cheap to shoot things in the Philippines. Yeah. So, like, Most of the Central American or South American people here are all just... Filipinos, <laughs> like, right? Very, very clearly. Thought. There's a lot of weird uh, people of different races filling out the ranks of uh, the shit going on here. Yeah. But what is established is the San Carlos Army is coming in. They don't like General Taylor fucking rocketing the whole cocaine no. operation. They're gonna, we're gonna get some motorcycle, <laughs> motorcycle, no, fucking chopper, some chopper, yeah. fucking fights coming up soon. Hilo. There's some hilos coming in. All right. uh, Taylor hears that. Things are being scrambled and like people are and he's like, Well, I'm just gonna start shooting fucking missiles at stuff then. Yeah. He just missiles this entire like farm, basically. Missiles the whole farm. Chuck Norris is doing parkour. He does some parkour to like get up on like some he breaks the DEA guys out of their fucking yeah. which this scene is fucking wild because they're just like in a room with one guy watching him. Chuck Norris just casually like kicks this guy and then like opens the door and is like hey guys and they're just like oh hi, hi
2: Chuck Norris hey, I'm excited
1: It's like yeah I... I'm excited to be here okay um I did the thing guys I'm gonna do some stuff now you guys just get out of here just or whatever be... <laughs> the acting in this scene is fucking He's fucking yeah. DEA guy's been be held safe. prisoner by this cartel guy safe, so fucking always. somebody shows up out of nowhere fucking breaks into their cell and fucking yep. and they're always like oh hey oh what's up like um later on yeah <laughs> oh yeah. god Chuck Norris He sucks. He's so by far the worst big action star of all time. I'm never going to understand him. And the deeper we dig into these Chuck Norris movies, I'm always like, well, we'll get to the point where eventually I understand how he was a star. I don't think it's going to happen at this point. I don't think it's going to happen.
2: No. He makes his way to Koda's uh, uh, lair, his, his yeah. bedroom. He parkours up onto
1: his like yeah. deck, which there's a sweet pool going on. He yeah. sneaks into his deck. And this is the where the guy with the skullet shows up I was talking about
2: before. This is Carlos. Yeah, he was there earlier at the meeting when Miguel gets killed in mm-hmm. front of everybody. Mm-hmm. When Chuck Norris parkours up onto that balcony... Uh-huh. There's that sweeping shot that like overlooks the mountains behind right, him. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gorgeous shot. Pretty beautiful. I, yeah. I, I gotta give it credit. This is this is some nice countryside. We. Aaron got Norris. He's got a real eye for beauty. <laughs> yeah.
1: The fucking like this guy though. Like. uh... Just starts kicking the living shit out of Chuck Norris. Mm-hmm. just like, And it's like, at this point, Chuck Norris has been an unstoppable karate machine. And I'm like, who is this underboss who's just as good as Chuck Norris, who we haven't seen fight anybody at any point in this movie? We haven't established that he's, like, really good at karate. I See, I have in my notes.
2: I knew he was going to have to fight this guy.
1: Really? Yeah. I did not pick up on it. I thought, like, this guy should have... We should have seen him, like, Roadhouse-style fucking, like... This should have been the guy's underboss goon. We see him kicking the shit out of people. We know there's a big... You you knew this was coming? See... Carlos? And and all those... When did he karate kick anybody at any point in this movie up until now? And all those
2: unnecessary scenes that you kept zoning out on. Mm. They kept, like, focusing in on his face for five seconds for no reason. And he'd be, like, making a face like, I'm not happy with this.
1: Okay, but did he karate kick anybody? You
2: knew it was in there. Oh, man. I wanted to see him fucking beat
1: the shit out of a bunch of people. People build him up as a fucking threat. That's fair. But yeah, fucking, he's just kicking the shit out of Chuck Norris. And I'm like, how's this fucking guy in silk pants with a skullet so fucking good at fighting? Chuck Norris seems like he's done for. But then yeah. Chuck Norris has a moment where he's just like, I'm going to stop getting my ass kicked, decide not to get my ass kicked right. anymore, and then just start kicking this guy's ass.
2: Now it's my turn to teach.
1: <laughs> my turn to teach. There's like It was fucking delivered like a... He's like, oh, how do you like getting your ass kicked? He's like, oh, great lesson or whoever. Now it's my turn to teach. He yeah. delivers it like it's going to be like the I'll be back of this fucking movie. Yeah. But it's just clearly fucking not. What a dumb line.
2: Now it's my turn to and teach.
1: And then he just starts kicking the shit out of this guy. It goes from this guy being able to do whatever he wants to Chuck Norris yeah. to Chuck Norris being like, now you can do nothing to me. I'm completely kicking your fucking ass. Yeah, it's a lot of roundhouses. It's terrible, terrible. Like, Give me some back and forth. Like, if this is the underboss and this is, like, the big, like, fights of the movie, like, give me some back and forth shit. We're like, yeah, struggle. Nah. It was just, like, one guy kicks the shit out of the other guy. The other guy's just like, oh, I don't want this to happen anymore. And now I kick the shit out of you. Pretty cool, though, how he kills him here.
2: Yeah. I like it, though. it. Yeah. uppercuts him. But before he does it, it gives him a little schools out.
1: Schools out is the line. Yeah. He hit my turn to teach so hard School's out's the one he should have hit very fucking hard. because right. he's like, lesson one, fucking kick your ass. Yeah, lesson lesson two, two, kick your yeah, ass some yeah. more. Uppercut, you fall back into this statue that has a sword, get completely impaled on this statue sword, and then he says, school's out. And I'm like, you hit that like half as hard as yeah. you hit my turn to teach. Yeah, school's, out's school's out's the line. School's out's the line. Uh, But then Coda shows up with his like 10,000 armed guys that he's always got around him. And you he's have just like to. in a bathrobe, like all casual. Like, oh, I see that you made it into my bedroom. Doesn't really matter because I've got 100 guns trained on you right now. Stupid fucking Chuck Norris. No yeah.
2: big deal. And he immediately takes him to his chamber. You don't have to wait for anything. Yeah, that's right. He's now in the gas chamber where this Bobby is, Chavez died. This is also where I realized Coda, real love child of, uh, Steven Seagal and Tommy Wiseau God he's got the grossest ponytail yeah
1: (laughs) just like a bottom of the head like fucking ponytail just like some like flispy little like grown out too far like not a good haircut like yeah. should have been an undercut probably should have done a sweet like uh, yeah. this is 1990 it's we're getting into the undercut yeah, why do you had got it. all those weird little hairs under your ponytail on the back of your neck like uh, let's no. undercut this whole fucking thing undercut man it. streamline
2: it yeah just get, streamline get
1: that, get that shit. shit going fucking, yeah. there's there's a way to do this correctly Kota yeah. so you don't look like a weird love child of Steven Skull and Tommy Wiseau
2: yeah so he starts gassing uh, old Chuck Norris in the chamber, and he's like, mm, yeah. "Such as I do a chair." He's being
1: gas chambered. At this point, I'm like, "I don't know how Chuck Norris is gonna get out of this one."
2: No, me neither.
1: Enter General Taylor, what that crazy asshole. He just starts shooting missiles at Coda's house, just yeah. blowing up the entire house. Yeah, I mean, no way he could have any sort of. He's basically killing Chuck Norris here. He, <laughs> Chuck Norris is in this house. I'm Norris, flying up to this house in an attack chopper. I'm ordering my dudes to missile all of them. Correct. Like, Chuck I am Norris killing knew. Chuck Norris here. Chuck
2: Norris knew. He was told, you've got a day to get those guys out of there. Okay. After that, I'm going to okay. blow everything up. And he kept guess, to his word. I guess fair
1: is fair, but it doesn't work out that way because Chuck Norris is like, in this gas chamber, all the explosions that are blowing up mm-hmm. the house around him cracks the uh the window of the gas chamber, and then he's able That's to right. Michael Bean in and aliens fucking barrel roll <gasps> himself through the crack glass. Do a barrel roll. Pretty cool, yeah. I like that shit. Uh and then conveniently, like in the middle of this exploding house, one of the other DEA guys yeah, who he told to like he is like Pidge. Hey, I stuck around to help you out. I'm here. Like <laughs> Let's fucking do some shit, man. There's cars downstairs. Let's go get one. (laughs) And uh, at this point, I've got a bullet point, too. Like, the whole compound is exploding. Like, the bad guy's, like, uh, about to be taken out. Like, everything's destroyed. I'm like, oh, we got, like, five minutes left of this movie. Mm -hmm. I paused it to do something, came back one half of an hour left of this movie still. And I was like, what? We're at the end. They just exploded the whole place. How is there a half an hour left of this movie? That makes zero
2: sense. There was plenty of times in this movie where I was like, well, clearly we got to be pretty far along now. What do you mean? Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, it'll it'll get you that way.
1: Next scene, Chuck Norris is just tearing ass down the mountain in a limo. Yep. He's got Coda held hostage. He's got the DEA guy. They're all in a limo, yep. just tearing ass down a fucking
2: mountain. Uh, all of Kota's men are chasing him. They're shooting at the limo. Machine
1: gun in the limo. They're even like, though oh, their bosses inside of it. Yeah, the limo is bulletproof. This worked out great. A lot of wild shit going on here. Uh, fucking Taylor is just still flying around yeah. in the attack chopper, shooting the shit out of everything. <laughs> he keeps... Some of his, like, dudes on the ground are still just, like, running around shooting bad guys. At this point, like, 300 people have been killed on screen in the span of, like, 12 minutes or something. Like, we're just shooting
2: everyone. Uh, fucking Taylor gets radioed. Like, he keeps getting updates. Like, hey, Almedo's on his way. He's, like, 20 miles away. That's right. Oh, uh, Now he's, like, 15 miles away. Now he's, like, 5 miles away. It's coming. And finally he gets there. There's, at one point, like, the dudes on the ground
1: had set a bunch of bombs everywhere. At one point, they all explode yep. while uh, Chuck Norris is driving the limo past them. So we get a lot more explosions here. Just explosion, yep. explosion. We get some attack chopper shit because Almeto does show up. Fucking, oh no, Almeto shows up, finds Chuck Norris to start shooting missiles at him. Right.
2: So. Blows up. Chuck's, blows up Chuck's uh, sweet limo. Limo.
1: like even even some attack chopper missiles is gonna stop Chuck Norris like fucking that's that's gonna happen right he's getting ready like Chuck Norris like gets out of the fucking limo he's like oh god what's going on let me look around oh yeah there's an attack chopper I guess I'm gonna get machine gunned right now yeah but before Almeida can machine gun him fucking Taylor shows up Boom. now we got an attack chopper fight fucking he he missiles the other chopper Blows them up fucking, at, I don't know at what point that there was a legitimate helicopter crash <laughs> while all this stuff was happening. Yeah. But this this movie did kill five people in a helicopter crash mm-hmm. at some point while we we're filming all this stuff. Just completely low budget. Oh, it really did in, in real life? In the Philippines, yes. Oh. Helicopter crashed. Shut down shooting for six mm. months. Ten people in the hospital. Five people dead, including... Fucking several stuntmen, one actor. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Five people died shooting all this shit because they crashed a fucking helicopter. Yikes. Before Taylor blows all out of the sky, he yells, Bye-bye,
2: asshole! Oh, yeah. Which, I got it written down. Fucking
1: so much personality here. Bye kills bye kills that fucking asshole. line. Norris is now no longer fucking uh, they're hoofing getting it. shot at, so they're hoofing it. They go back to this little village. hmm At this point, fucking... Dakota's are everywhere, though. They're, like, pinned down. Right. They're stuck in this village. There's drug dealer dudes with machine guns fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bad, bad situation. So he's radioing Taylor. He's like, fucking General Taylor, I need your help here. We're fucking, things aren't looking good for me, Chuck Norris, down here yeah. with our prisoner. Taylor's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to missile this entire village. I've been doing it all day. This village that's poor people who have been helping us. Right. That's all their homes.
2: I'm going to destroy everyone. I'm going to destroy
1: them. every stick of anything. Yes. The, the meager belongings that any of these people have accrued. I'm going to incinerate every one of them. I'm going to, in the span of 30 seconds wipe out their entire lives mm-hmm. these these innocent villagers who have helped us out up to this point and it's never going to be addressed by this Mm-mm. movie that this is maybe a problematic thing that happens uh, we're just cheering yeah. America.
3: <laughs>
2: this is where the bad guys reveal hey it is a Chuck Norris movie mm. we have rocket launchers. Mm. Oh yeah. They start uh-huh. shooting rockets on foot. Right. At Chuck Norris. So
1: many missiles being fired at this point. That
2: scene where, like, Chuck Norris, like, literally dodges a rocket that's, like, five feet from his face. Thank God he knows karate. That looked cool as shit. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. They really shot something near (laughs) his head.
1: You know, a fortunate accident that happened. Yeah. Uh, He's killing the entire village. So many people have died. At this point, I'm just like, this movie's too long. I've seen too many people get machine gunned. I've seen too many things get fucking rocket launched. I'm just numb to it. Mm -hmm. It's just the same visual over and over and over again. But during the chaos, Kota got away. He's no longer prisoner. He runs out into the jungle. So we've got more movie we need to deal with. yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes across... King Kenya, and they have a little bit of a face to face. Oh yeah, he's talking shit. He's like, "Oh, remember when I raped you, you dumb bitch? It was fucking awesome, but not as awesome as when I killed your husband and your baby." Yeah, I what free are you gonna you. do You're about welcome.
2: it? How about it? He's like, "You can just love me really forever." Billy Drago
1: is just a despicable, terrible villain in here, and that's another great thing about this movie: how just
2: out there they let him be was being the worst fucking bad guy ever. The whole time, she's trying to, like, hold him at bay by pointing a machete at him. And I'm thinking in my head the whole time, like, this is Coda. Like, he's Mm -hmm. a Blades expert. That's right. Yeah,
1: he's been stabbing people in the stomach this whole movie. so
2: Sure as shit. He just,
1: like, yeah, gives her a one-two combo to the left and right eye, takes the machete right out of her hands, and then sticks it right in her stomach. Rambo 2-style fucking the, the beautiful brown woman who we skydive to meet, yep. we fell in love with her instantly, and then she died. So yeah. sad for us. Chuck Norris comes in out of the screen out of nowhere with a jump kick. Hell Just yeah. Out of fucking nowhere. Inserts himself into the movie. Jump kick to fucking Coda. Yeah, It's fucking crazy. Uh, kicks the living shit out of the fucking this dude, because, you know, Code is good at stabbing people in the stomach, but he's not a yep. karate man. No, he's not at all. Uh, then he, he's, he, he gets enough he gets gathers himself together after the jump kick to gather up the uh, the woman in his arms and have a a, a, a tear filled goodbye where she's like, "My last request: don't let this guy live, man. Yeah. You got to kill this guy. He's done a lot of terrible stuff to me. Kill the guy. Avenge me. Avenge me."
2: So he then knocks out Koda like a pussy. Oh god, this next
1: scene, I'm just uh, it just keeps going, and I'm like, "How is this movie not fucking done yet?"
2: Uh, once he knocks Coda out, he's like, oh, I got to meet up with the guys again. The guys are still in that village. Still try to take this guy in and arrest him, I guess. All the villagers like, like come out of the woodwork and they're like coming into the jungle. They come back they're to see on like Chuck's trail. But like the, the good guy villagers oh, the good come. Guy village yeah, or... they come see like the, the oh, ruins of their yes, town. Like everything. there's a there's a scene. Everything we own is destroyed. where they're just like, well, we have nothing now. And the soldiers are just like, well, see you later. Mm hmm. That's all they care. So They're,
1: that happens. Yeah. Uh, there's some bad guys with machine guns on the trail of uh, fucking old Chuck Norris. Taylor is hovering above him with the chopper like, yep. let's get some harnesses on you and Koda, pull you up on a winch, get the fuck out of Dodge. We murdered so many innocent people. Yeah. We just incinerated this whole country. Job well done. Let's get out of here. But there's some complications. They get attached Victory to the winch. For but everyone. There's some dudes with machine guns machining they them. Shoot the, winch. Oh. The, the, the jungle canopy is too thick. Fucking Taylor can't even see what's happening under there, so he's flying around. There's just swinging around fucking like, I don't know, like it's like a Star Wars scene here or something, or it's just like wacky, just like, oh, we're dodging whoa. trees while we're under the fucking... Also, they're shooting at us, whoa. like, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, they get pulled up way, way up in the air, over the canopy. It's just Kota and Chuck Norris face-to-face. Billy Drago's still talking shit. He's just like... Listen, man, yeah, I'm going to oh kill yeah. fucking everybody still. You didn't beat me.
2: I'll probably you hate you. You hate me taking
1: cocaine into America? Next week, I'm going to take double the amount of cocaine yeah. into America that I've ever taken into cocaine. Everybody's going to be doing that stupid cocaine.
2: He's like, everybody wants coke. You got coke. You can do whatever. Chuck's heard enough. He's like, you know what?
1: Here's my next big catchphrase in the movie. Not today, Asshole. And he
2: cuts the rope, lets Coda plummet to his death. No, he doesn't. Screaming. Wait, What's he do? The rope just gives out on its own, because this guy tried to cut him free earlier. Wait,
1: Chuck Norris doesn't cut the rope?
2: No. He just,
1: well, then he, why does he yell, not today,
2: asshole? He starts to pull his knife, but he notices that the the rope's already fallen apart on its own. And then he's like, oh, I don't have to kill him after all. Not
1: today, asshole. Well, that's stupid
2: as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but cocaine's been banished
1: from America now because code is dead, so yeah. there's not gonna be any cocaine. So like, evil is vanquished. America wins. White people aren't gonna have to deal with cocaine in their streets, which is great. Yeah. The 1990s is going to be the salad days, is what's happening here, thanks to Delta Force 2.
2: I really do enjoy this ending, though, because after Norris says, Not today, asshole, there's a long, dramatic shot of Coda falling Mm -hmm. through the skies. They were very very high up. Yeah. And then they just show the General Taylor one last time. He's (laughs) looking at this body drop, and he goes hmm <laughs> And then they they literally roll credits after that, and we get a sweet power ballad over the credits too. Ooh. It's just like
1: you know things are happening here in Delta Force Two, feeling emotion. Yeah, this is a great movie. We all just watched together. We get some Tesla or whoever that was. <laughs> could have been. As far as I know, I was not intrigued enough to research yeah. it because they didn't use the phrase Delta Force at any point. In the exactly. I like,
2: listened to like a yeah, good verse like, and a uh, chorus,
1: and was like, I appreciate mm. a power ballad over the end yeah. credits. But you gotta actually name the go. the movie and talk about things that happened in the right. movie. They did. not. But that's Delta Force Two. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna listen to some coming attractions, and then we're gonna talk about the movie some more. When Delta Force Two, the Colombian connection. <laughs> we're not in Colombia. We're in San Carlos. It's gonna enter Judgment yeah. Day.
3: Well, we've taken back control. Of our precious lands, and we've repossessed our soul from the devil's hands. Some like to call it fate, while some refuse to wait until karma comes to call. The winds of change are blowing strong.
2: emergencies we are in a code yellow instrument landing system is down backup
0: systems won't come up every system's dead these guys shut us down attention all controllers we have a code red alert we just bought maybe two hours after that those planes low on fuel aren't going to be circled they're going to be dropping on the white house long i want every officer recalled and assembled in body armor with full weaponry in the motor pool in five
2: minutes it's time to kick it
3: what team's gone.
0: Well, maybe they're just a little bit more creative than you think.
3: Start looking for a new miracle.
0: Who the hell is this? We don't need a loose cannon on this deck. You get the hell out of my office before I throw you out of my damn airport. You're the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. story of my life they say lightning doesn't strike twice i spent christmas last year they were wrong
3: mclean this is this what you were expecting
0: nah, this is just the beginning bruce willis die hard 2. die harder film this summer has robo-action, robo-heat, robo-power, RoboCop 2, maximum crash, rated R. Starts Friday, June 22nd at theaters everywhere.
2: Come to Walmart, where... Walmart. This was a real commercial. Tom
1: Waits doing a Walmart ad, fucking bit that you've got.
2: No, oh, there's a real commercial, like uh, when Walmart first started gaining in popularity, and they're oh, like, "Look at, they're so times. nice. They employ old white people to say hello to you at the door." Yeah, that's. Do they still do that? What a waste mm-hmm. of money
1: mm-hmm. for people who famously don't pay anyone a living wage Walmart to waste uh, money on greeters.
2: Dumb as hell. Well, I mean, where else are you going to pick up a copy of Delta Force 2 at fucking 2 a.m.?
1: That five dollar bin at Walmart. Goddamn it's been, it's the right, only buddy. Way you're gonna get it. Just, that's like,
2: that's who the rundown should have been brought to you by. What's gonna happen when the five dollar Walmart? The, the fighting
1: in the streets starts soon, and uh, all the internet goes down, and oh. everybody loses all this streaming shit they thought that they owned. You're going to be raiding the five dollar yeah. bin at the Walmart, looking for old DVD copies of Delta Force Two. It's gonna be that's like, What's gonna happen? You're
2: gonna be like uh, George Costanza's father, trying to. Uh, Procure a you know Cabbage Patch doll for his son.
1: You got a lot of George Costanza fucking uh, references. You're dropping tonight. You you you've been back on the Seinfeld recently, or just talking no. to your little brother a lot. Neither actually. <laughs> I okay. guess it's
2: just it's where my head's yeah, where my just, heart's at just right just now. Coming naturally. That's yeah. good.
1: Uh, fucking Judgment Day here. This is when we look out to the internet to see what you, the people, had to say about the film that we watched. The
2: good people.
1: We read a couple of one bullet reviews, a couple of five bullet reviews. Mm-hmm. We marinate on them. We let them fucking slosh around inside our brains, mm-hmm. and then we give our final judgment, our final bullet rating, easily, and our swayed. final thoughts. About these films, Matt, uh, Delta Force 2 was not a film that a lot of people had much intelligent to say about. Wow. So we're gonna shoot through this Judgment Day pretty quickly, oh. probably... There's not a lot of people big fans of this one. I feel like the people who didn't really like it didn't really care to go Mm. on the internet and even talk about it. Like, it's not inspiring people in that kind of way, even. like.
2: I mean, because there's a lot of chatter for uh, Delta Force 3 when they recast. Oh, fucking Mark Norris instead of Chuck Norris? (laughs) Who, like, the
1: third get? Norris brother? Oh, it was.
2: It was Mark Norris. No. Yes. What? I oh. ain't lying to you. Oh, I ain't lying to you. I thought they had like a real actor in that too. Hell no. Uh,
1: I did get a couple of one bullet reviews, a couple of five bullet reviews here. They're quick. They're to the point. People know how they feel about this movie. This first one is a one bullet review from a letterboxd user named Dan Gunn.
2: N. Oh, James and Sean's youngest brother.
1: Why do all the critics compare every Chuck Norris movie to Rambo? Ooh. Rambo never fought Bruce Lee. Right. Rambo never fought Odd Job. Rambo <laughs> never fought the guy from Scarface.
2: So these are all valid points.
1: I have no idea why it was called the Columbian Connection, though. One bullet from Letterboxd user Dan Gunn, who sounded like he was coming in hot as a defense of uh Delta Force 2 and Chuck Norris, but still just hit it with that, that pretty harsh one-bullet review there. Uh, yeah, he was, asking, Not a great a, rating. he was
2: asking all the right questions. Not a great rating.
1: Uh, speaking of asking some right questions, we've got we've got a, an Amazon user here who's asking some questions about... Nick
2: Cassavetes, that's who's in the third one. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Doing what?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a legit dude to be in he's, Delta Force 3. He's being in it, though. Uh, this person is asking a lot of questions about Amazon and the way they do things. And I think it's just really appropriate now as, you know, in in our world, we're we're building more momentum mm-hmm. towards maybe breaking up some of these big tech companies mm. and not letting us just string a mm. hold on things. I think Barbara Johnson, our reviewer here, might agree with some of that sentiment here. One bullet review from Amazon user Barbara Johnson, oh, Barbara says, in all caps, and no like uh Punctuation. There's no commas or periods anywhere. Why so would I just you go through it? I did not get to watch it. Returned Fire Stick. Your Fire Stick is not any good. Your programs is not what they seem to be. And I returned your Fire Stick eight nineteen twenty twenty USPS. And I never watched Eraser. That's the movie Eraser, but with an extra yeah, Eraser. A on there. I'm familiar with that movie. That's a one-bullet review of uh, Delta Force Two: The Colombian Connection. There from Amazon user Barbara Johnson, who's having some difficulties. Difficulties there with the uh, Amazon service.
2: That uh, that Barbie Joe. Mm-hmm. She's a card man. Some people. Loved this
1: movie though. And everybody didn't have so many difficulties. Hmm. There's there's a guy I know out mm-hmm. there in the world. He's an Amazon user mm. named Bruce Winning. And he gives a five Winning. bullet review of this movie, Delta Force II, the Columbian Connection, and he has to say I appreciate sixteen nine video. Oh. Thanks for reformatting it for my television. I like the shooting. There is a lot. I like the punching and kicking. I like all the helicopters. This is like war. I am grateful for Amazon Prime Video recommending this and a half dozen others in an email that I got today. Oh. I have reached the point where I can get my next movie from the recommendations. Oh. Five bullets from Amazon user Bruce Winning. Thinks maybe Amazon's doing some things right here. They're not doing everything wrong over there. He's, he's digging that algorithm too. Even though their Fire Stick is not any good, yeah, maybe well, those
2: emails worth their weight in gold. Everybody knows that that worth that stream of gold. that stream of erasure that mm, they have is yeah. just
1: could not watch eraser. Yeah, Matt, we've got a little bit of a a tale here, a little bit of a story to round things hmm. out. This is a five-bullet review from IMDb user WTRZ34. Mm Mm-hmm. Who might be a robot. I don't know. But they say, Fantastic Chuck Norris in every way. Uh Uh-oh. Not only did I get to see my favorite Chuck Norris action movie, Very Well Done, I must add, I also got to see a stuntman friend do a few
2: stunts for Chuck. I also got to watch him die in that helicopter crash.
1: <laughs> Jan Michael Schultz is one great stuntman and yeah. actor, as he has shown us in more than one Walker, Texas Ranger episode. Ooh. Not to mention my very best friend and fellow Chuck's Angels e-group moderator. Uh, I'm sorry? Mrs. Jan Michael Schultz also worked on this movie. Uh-huh. In fact, it's where she met her husband. Uh, Thanks to Chuck Norris. Just shows us what a fantastic guy, as well as a fantastic actor in person, Chuck Norris really is. Boy, do I miss Walker, Texas Ranger. But at least I have all my tapes and the daily reruns several times a day.
2: Plus it's being rebooted with Jared Padalecki. You're in luck, buddy.
1: Thanks, Chuck, for being the Chuck we love. Five bullets from IMDb user and personal friend of Mr. and Mrs. Jan Michael Schultz, WTRZ34. What was the name of the, the email group? Uh, we It's the board? Chuck's Angels E-Group. E-Group, E-group. Okay. The moderator
2: of the Chuck's Angels E-Group. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what an
1: E-Group is, but it sounds fun.
2: It's a group of old people that know how to how to send emails, they don't know how to do a website oh, no not not yet have they can got there send yet. You a, they send some some messages back and forth bet you're gonna bet you're gonna get a lot of stuff about uh how the election's rigged
1: <laughs> In that chucks angels e group <laughs> over the next couple of days, oh. Matt, what's your final thoughts and your bullet rating on Delta Force 2, The Columbian Connection?
2: Nate, this movie had a lot. Mm. And when I say a lot, Mm. I don't mean that in a necessarily positive (laughs) light. (laughs) I mean, not a lot. But it had a lot. Like, there was just a lot in there. Mm. And it wasn't very good, but it was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets mm-hmm. a little bit of a pass because it plays by GI Joe rules, as in you're, yeah. you know, in the basement playing GI Joes with your brothers, and you're making up mm-hmm. shit as you go. That's right. Yeah, he could totally survive that. Mm, yeah, no, yeah, no, sure no, yeah, no. I shot you from there. It's fine. It's fine, man. Uh, so, uh, part of me likes that. A lot of dead, but very bloodless. Yeah, so bloodless. Violences. Also, boobless, which we know oh, always hurts. Good point. Um, All the
1: Filipino women on set here, you couldn't get any of those little brown boobs out. Yeah.
2: Was was that was it missing Give in action Were they getting fully nude? Oh. Which is the I hope so. Which is the one with uh, the crazy old boatman? That was missing in action, yeah, wasn't it? there's a yeah. the crazy old boatman yeah. in that. That's right. Yeah, that was you shot are in correct, Philippines. Sir. There's plenty of nudity <laughs> in that. Watch that instead.
1: This uh oh no, we didn't like that one either. <laughs> yeah. This
2: This is bad, but it's mm. like is parts of it are passable. Mm. I'm going to give it a okay two. Two bullet review from Matt. Oh. It's mostly getting the full two because of that slow motion jump kick at the end. Slow motion jump kick
1: out of nowhere. Out of, out of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, Fucking, uh, this was almost fun for me in an right. over-the-top cheesy canon group films. Mm-hmm. Just like, mindless uh, bloodless dumb action way almost almost but god damn it Matt I have to go down to what we always say our golden rule of action movies keep it at 90 yeah. minutes this thing wore out its welcome I got to the point where they blew up an entire country and I was sick of watching things blow up cuz I'd seen so many things fucking blow up I at agree. this point fucking wore out your fucking welcome uh, Almost a fucking dud here for me because I was just bored watching action, which is kind of just like a terrible thing for an action movie. It's an awful feeling. But goddammit, John P. Ryan as General Taylor. He's good. Knocked this thing up a notch for me as well. I am also right there with you two bullets. Yeah bad movie but watchable if you're like it's an halfway okay too. out of it and it happens yeah. to be on your tv like don't go out of your way to see it right lord no but fucking john p ryan's doing some work man
2: if you've got one of those classic uh hangover migraines and you're too nauseous mm. to get off the couch mm. this'll work when you're playing that
1: hungover or COVID game that we've all been playing yeah. So often lately,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh God, story of my life. This, Recently, this will help you figure yeah, it out.
1: It'll help you figure it out.
2: It'll okay. come. You'll come to terms. No
1: problemo. <sighs> so there we go. That is Delta Force Two. We just dropped a number two all over your heads. Good news is, this is not the only deuce we're going to be dropping this week, and we're going to be dropping bigger, bigger in deuces, bigger deuces, bigger deuces throughout the entire month. We got, we got a huge one coming at Just a huge... This is, some might say this is the biggest deuce. A lot of number two was happening back in 1990, and we've got fucking sequel to what I hold dear as the greatest action movie of all time coming up. <gasps> We're talking Rennie Harlan's oh, Die Hard 2 next
2: fucking week right here on the Action Movie Podcast. Baby, Baby oil, and oil and blow. And remember, folks, stay single. It's a long...
3: They tear your
0: dreams